You think the Patriots are for real? <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> I'm going to be a Patriots fan. All right. Welcome back to Notorious IDP. We have the Notorious Ones. I'm Ronnie, and I'm with the jokester today. How are you doing, Sean? <laughs> I'm doing real good. Just like I was asking you, are the Patriots for real? <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not expect them to be doing this good this year. And I'm, I'm kind of shocked and surprised. So, I mean, I, I would probably still say, yeah, they're, if they make it to the playoffs, they're not going to go very far, but they might. I mean, they've been, they've been proving me wrong every week. So, all right, let's get into some news and notes. We're week 11 here. We had some IDP matchups of the week. I've got five at each position this week. Um, of course, we're going to bring up the ones with you're the one. And against the spread, where I, at least I'm keeping it up at three and three, you know, no more, <laughs> no more one and four fives or two and fours for me. It's three or better from this point on, guaranteed. All right, All right. news and notes. Uh, by week is still Denver, the Rams. Uh, so make sure you don't have them in your lineup. Philadelphia's running back Miles Sanders. He's designated to return from IR. So. Get ready to lose all the love on Boston Scott and Jordan Howard. He had the ankle injury that put him on IR, so I think he should be fine when he comes back. Tampa Bay cornerback, this guy's always getting hurt, Richard Sherman. Uh, I guess he got hurt in warm-ups before last week's game. He's going to miss a couple of weeks with a calf injury. Minnesota's cornerback, one of the best, Patrick Peterson, he's designated to return from IR. He went on IR with a hamstring, so Minnesota's going to get better. And Minnesota's safety, Another guy coming back, Harrison Smith, he was activated from the COVID list. He missed two games because of COVID, so I wonder if that means he's not vaccinated or he just couldn't pass the, the test. Usually people get off that within a few days, and he was on for over, you know, over a week. So I'm guessing he's probably not vaccinated. But he did give that rookie safety, Cameron Bynum, a really, chance, a really good chance to shine. And let's see if Harrison Smith gets his job back. I'm pretty sure he will. But that's going to be a really, really interesting backfield with Patrick Peterson back, Harrison Smith back, and this other safety, um, Cameron Bynum, looking really good. I, I think if only they could get Daniil Hunter, the quarterback Hunter, back, I would have high hopes for Minnesota. Do you think? Do you think Minnesota's? I mean, you're, you're. I know you're a big Dalvin Cook fan, but do you think they have a chance to go far in the playoffs? I think they'll make the playoffs. I just don't know how far they can. Their defense is a little better this year, but it was quarterback hunter, right? Yep. DBs are pretty good, but Green Bay and Tampa Bay are going to be pretty tough to beat. Yeah. I do like uh, their linebacker core too, Kendricks. And uh, Anthony Barr, he's kind of not fully 100%, it seems like, after coming back from missing a lot of time. Is it, isn't he hurt? Isn't he going to miss a game? Because I was thinking Vigil might. I think Vigil had quite a few points last week. I did read something about it. I'm not sure. I didn't have him in my news and notes, but I I know he was banged up, so he, he probably will miss the game. If you have Vigil, then that means he probably is banged up. But it's, you know, their quarterback is uh, Cousins, who's enough to get by. They have some pretty good receivers in uh, is it Jefferson and uh, who's the other one? Adam Thielen. And yep. Conklin. I know you're always picking Conklin, their tight end on your waiver <laughs> wire. So Anthony Barr is questionable. I had to look that up. Okay. Kendricks is fine. Uh, Xavier Woods, Harrison Smith, and Cameron Bynum, Bynum are all fine. Uh, Nick Vigil should start at weak, weak side linebacker. Eric Kendricks in the middle and Anthony Barr on the strong side. So anyway, yeah, their defensive line, they took a big hit losing um, quarterback Hunter. All right, moving on. Let's see. Well, that's all the my news and notes. So unless you have anything to add, we can get straight into IDP matchups. All right, let's do matchups. You want me to start? Start us off. All right. See, being we don't we never compare notes. Let's see if we have any primes this week. I've got defensive line. Let's go. The Chargers versus Pittsburgh. I scares me a little bit because Bose um is it Bo's out for the year now? I don't think he's out for the year. Yeah, I, for Joey, I thought I saw something, but I didn't go back and look at it. But I know he's on the COVID list, so he might not even play this week. Okay, that's probably what it, they have a lot of COVID on their D line. So Joey yeah. Bosa's on the COVID list. Uh, Jerry Tillery, 
the yeah. end, on the other end, he's on the COVID list. Uh, Christian Covington, COVID list. Um, Drew Tranquil, COVID list. So they got some COVID going around that defense. Yep. So, I mean, it's a risky one, but Pittsburgh likes to give up a lot of points. Okay. The D D line side. So, well, I do not have that one. And I wonder, wonder who's left, right? I mean, Joey Bosa is technically, I mean, is he a linebacker or is he a D line? I guess he would count as D line, but he's probably more of a linebacker. Either way, I guess uh, if he doesn't go, then maybe Kyler Fackrell will come in. Yep. That's who I penciled, but I just, I don't even know much about him. So I was like, yeah, I like the matchup. I wonder if they'll just slide a linebacker up or something. It'll be an interesting week. I would say I'd be really big on Jerry Tillery because he's been looking pretty good. Even with Bosa there, he's one of the true linemen and he's got COVID list too. So maybe, I don't know, Justin Jones. I, it's, I think it's slim Pickens on that D line is the only problem. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we'll see. I don't have that one. So I'm going to go straight into Baltimore's D line versus Chicago. Pretty much anybody that goes against Chicago, their D line tends to do pretty good. Uh, Justin Fields is getting better, but he tends to scramble a lot and them D linemen. Love to get them. They get behind the line. It's a sack. So I'm going with the Baltimore D-line. All right. Well, I'm going to flip the script. I think Chicago's D-line, and there again, it's a risky one, deep picks. But with rushing quarterbacks, the line, the linemen seem to get a lot of tackles. This ought to be and, an interesting game, right? You just mentioned quarterbacks. you got Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. I, don't, I wouldn't call Justin Fields a rushing quarterback. He does run a lot, but he's no Lamar Jackson. So we'll see how that yeah. goes. But Lamar is there. So I like your, I like your flipped script. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Cleveland's D line versus Detroit. I think it's just a, it's a good matchup for Cleveland, bad matchup for Detroit. Uh, you got miles Garrett. It's always looking good. The only problem with their D line is the, the other end, either uh Clowney, Jadavian Clowney or uh Takaris McKinley. They've been just banged up they're like a, a medical tent all year so i pretty much have to rely on miles garrett for that d-line maybe some of the other guys interior will get some love but i like cleveland's d-line all right nice i'm gonna go this one's another risky one but houston versus tennessee i just like green greenard and tennessee there for a while was leading hey i give up the most sacks come and get me but they're playing a little better but i still like greenard this week that's I like that one too. I I'm going to flip the script on you there. I'm going to go with the Tennessee D line versus Houston. This Tennessee D line is, is legit. They're, they're getting pressure with just the front four. They don't even need to blitz. Uh, I like everything there, especially Jeffrey Simmons. So I'm going Tennessee D line. All right. I actually really like that one. I almost picked it, but ah, I just given Houston some love for once. <laughs> All right. How about the, New Orleans versus Philadelphia, Jordan and Davenport. They're starting to become quite the one-two punch. That's a good, good D line. That's funny. We haven't had a, we haven't had the same one yet. I'm going to go with Miami's D line versus the Jets. It's almost cheating because they're going against the Jets, but you know, Manuel Lockba, <laughs> he's, he's, he's due for a big game and the Jets, you know, the thing is like when you throw four interceptions and this won't be uh, Pembroke pine zone, uh, Mike White, starting a quarterback for the jets it's going to be joe flacco starting this week for the jets but anytime you have a four or five or you have many interceptions you throw a game you always come back and you hold that ball just like a tenth or two tenths of a second longer and that defense has a little bit more of a chance to get there and get the sack because you're more worried about throwing up that interception but with flacco there it's a little bit different might might be tough but i'm still going with miami's d-line all right. Well, what's the over and under on the picks for Flacco? Three? <laughs> I, I think you got to do it. I mean, he's a vet. He's he's not going to make too many mistakes. His job isn't to win the game, to be Mr. Braveheart. His job is to not lose the game. And so I'm actually, I would say the over under has got to be closer to one. If it is three, I'm going under. All right. Fair enough. All right. My last one. And I have a feeling you might flip me on this one, but I'm going to take Vegas versus Cincinnati. Uh-oh. We both got it. <laughs> Did we? Matchup. Yep. I thought you were going to go that Cincy line. I was going to go Cincy nope. line, but I was like, oh, we haven't picked Vegas. And I actually like the matchup. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, you can you can go back to the draft, right? For Cincy, they had a chance to take the number one defense or number one offensive tackle in the draft, and they chose Jamar Chase, which turned out pretty good for him. But that means that that front is still a little weak, and Vegas will get after you. I don't know what the status is on Ngakwe, Yannick. Um, he might he might be healthy. He might not. But either ways, I don't see any note on him, so he's probably fine. Him and Max Crosby look pretty good. Solomon Thomas hasn't really done much since early in the year, so I'd probably stick to the in, ins here. Okay. You have any other D-line? That's it. All right. Linebackers. This one, I'm just going to give some rookie love, but Dallas versus KC. Micah Person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're picking that one because of Parsons, right? I mean, yep. he's that good. I think he's really coming around, so get ready for a surprise pick in the ones. Near the one. I don't have uh, Dallas, so I'm going to go with the same team I started off with last time, Baltimore. This time, Baltimore's linebackers versus Chicago. I think uh, Patrick Queen's really stepping it up. Again, they're going to be basically covering short drop-down passes, maybe the tight end underneath stuff, spying the, the quarterbacks. So I like the Baltimore linebackers as well. All right, well... Given a team I don't really talk much about, but I'm going to do New York Jets, Jets, Jets versus Miami Ooh, linebackers. Mosley, you know, I'm thinking he's going to get after it today. Wow. Wait, what day is it? Yeah, it's Wednesday, but I can't <laughs> wait. He's still going to get after it, baby. <laughs> I don't have the Jets. So I'm just giving you a hard time. Let's see. Um, I really didn't know what, what day it is. I had to look at the calendar. All right. Um, it is Wednesday, November 17th. Write it down. All right, I'm going Arizona <laughs> linebackers versus Seattle. Seattle's in kind of a funk. You know, they got prime. the quarterback. Oh, it was a prime? <laughs> yep, I got that one, but right. I'll let you go on. Seattle's in a little bit of a funk. I mean, they had a really bad uh, coming back party for Russell Wilson last week. Maybe he takes it a little bit easier, uh, just tries to move the ball down. Maybe they get the running back more involved and get a run game going. And it's a divisional matchup, so it's got to be close. I'm looking for a big game out of Simmons, too. Haven't really seen Isaiah Simmons do much since early in the year. So Arizona. All right. And I'm going to take Hicks. He's been pretty consistent, so I'm excited to see what he's going to do. So maybe we'll have to put it on the board, linebacker versus linebacker. All right. Hicks is the number one tackler on that team. And probably the number one fantasy scorer. Uh, well, Golden's got nine sacks. Marcus Golden, the golden yeah. one. So it's it's tough, but they got they got some linebackers. I'll tell you that. Yeah, wasn't so golden this time. All right, I'm gonna go and do an interesting one. I'm just taking a gamble. Well, most of mine this week are kind of gambles because I like these different matchups this week. Buffalo versus Indy. AJ Klein, I think, is he had a decent week and. He was like, you're the one last year, if I remember right, once or twice and haven't heard much from him this year. So I'm going to bank on AJ. Is Klein clean? K-L-E-I-N, yeah. Yeah, I think Watch I out. almost picked them too. I was looking at them and thought, oh, I really like that matchup, but I didn't pick them. They didn't make my list. So I'm going uh, SF, San Francisco's linebacker. I could say linebackers because they've got a couple there, that Al Shire and and Warner. Uh, versus Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville likes to dink and dunk. They have a lot of speedy guys. They like to throw it underneath and let them make all the moves. So I think these linebackers are going to do well. All right. My last one. Giving my boy JOK some love. He was back last week. He's got Detroit. If the game gets out of hand, maybe they won't. But dunk and dink, you know, <laughs> that's what Detroit does. Just like you said. So I'm taking Cleveland at Detroit JOK. Prime matchup. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going JLK. I think I'd rather go with Anthony Walker there, but JLK is back. So hopefully uh, he starts turning on like Mark, Micah Parsons. So we have some competition at rookie linebacker. Uh, that's all I really have to add. I like that matchup too, Cleveland. I do have one more though. All right, let's hear it. Carolina. I mean, they've got a really good pair of linebackers in Hassan Reddick and Shaq Thompson. Uh, Shaq Thompson's really killing it lately ever since he came back for his, from his injury and they've got Washington this week. So good matchup. 
I agree. I I was going to put them on, but I was like, God, JOK's back. I got him. You know, I I just squoze them in over them. <laughs> All right, DBs. How about Miami versus the Jets? Prime matchup. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just gonna. The rookie had a sack last week. Javon Holland. Pollard. Yeah, Holland. Yeah, I, I think. Uh... He's been looking really good lately, kind of showing over probably the last three or four weeks that he's that he can do there. And even though they have three safeties, um, he's getting, if not the majority of the time, the majority of the fantasy points, which is more important. And of course, it's the Jets. But again, they probably take a little bit step back because it's Flacco instead of Mike White or uh, whoever that rookie was that they drafted. Justin Wilson. No, Zach Wilson. Yeah, they... Uh, Either one of those guys would have been a lot better for this matchup, but Flacco, you know, he is new, so maybe he makes some mistakes, but I think he'll, he'll throw it away before he throws it uh, into the defense's hand. So uh, I'll move on to new England's DBs versus Atlanta. This is another good matchup based on, you know, it's, it's Atlanta and new England DBs have been looking pretty good. The hard part is, is it, you know, is it Adrian Phillips? Is it Kyle Duggar? Is it uh, JC Jackson? JC Jackson, you know, he's up there amongst the top of the league in pass defenses. So they've got, they got plenty of guys to go around and an Atlanta matchup looks pretty good. I'd go safeties here because that's probably who's going to be covering this speedster tight end Kyle Pitts. So New England defensive backs. All right. I like it. Well, what about San Francisco versus Jacksonville? A lot of picks and our Jamie Ward, he's playing pretty good. Yeah, he, I mean, anytime you get a pick six, I'll, I'll have to double check real quick. Did he make the uh, Alba Faye team? Yes, he yeah, did. I believe so. Micah Hyde, Xavier Howard, and Jimmy Ward were the Alba Faye honors. All right, I don't have that one. I'm going to go to Buffalo. So I passed on Buffalo's linebackers. I'm going to slide right in onto the easy pick, Buffalo DBs versus Indy. Uh, you know, Indy's kind of more of a running team, but these these defensive backs are going to make some plays. Buffalo can probably stop the run, uh, but you've got Poyer and Micah Hyde, a really great one-two punch at, at safety. So uh, I like Buffalo's DBs. All right, that's a prime matchup for me, and you covered everything I penciled in. So my last one, basically because it's going to be a shootout, I think, a lot of scoring, and I took probably the wrong side, but KC versus Dallas. I mean, KC's got a lot of DBs to choose from. Did you pick in the KC side of that? Yep, I'm picking the KC side. Okay, interesting. I, you know, you you got Trayvon Diggs and Anthony Brown on the other side, and hey, on KC you got Matthew you got, and C. Oh, Matthew, yeah, <laughs> Matthew Snead and Sorensen, who who's kind of been uh, clowned on a little bit. He did get a pick in the last game, so he's coming around a little bit. I don't have that one either side. I'm going to go oh, to okay. New Orleans DBs versus Philly. I really like the the defensive backfield in New Orleans. I think it's one of the best in the league. You've got a uh, Marshawn Lattimore cornerback. Who's, who's a really good corner, a couple of good safeties there. So I'm going to go with New Orleans DBs versus Philly. And can you cover uh, Devonta Smith? So, you know, Jalen hurts kind of threw it up for grabs to Devonta Smith and Devonta Smith came down with it and scored a touchdown. That might give him a little bit overconfidence coming into this game. So maybe there's some picks to be had for these New Orleans DBs. I do have one more though, too. So all right, let's hear it. All right. It's Carolina again. (laughs) (laughs) I must really like this Carolina matchup versus Washington, but I'm going with the Carolina DBs here, just like I went with their linebackers. Uh, Their, their defense is actually a really good defense. Their offense is just really letting them down and it's probably bringing the defense down with them. But I think getting Cam Newton there gave them a, a lift at least um, uh, emotionally, an emotional lift to play better. So I think they're more motivated now, and they're they're out to prove it. So take your pick at which defensive back, but you know Terry McLaurin is probably one of their number one targets for Washington. Uh, they do try to get their tight end involved a little bit too. So pretty much any DB will work there. Yeah, I actually agree with you. If you don't have any more, what about a little D line talk? You up for it? Let's try it out. All right. Well, I was just curious when I was putting my list together, and I'm going to just read last year's 
top 10 D line and this year's. And then let's see if this year's, if we think anyone's going to bump out where are they legit top 10. So last year we had Donald was number one. He's sitting at 11, but might as well pencil him in at 10. I think he finds his way in the top 10, in my opinion. You agree? Yeah, he's definitely got the hustle. Uh, he hasn't lost a step. He's just, you know, teams are adapting to him. They're getting that ball out of their hands in under two seconds. So he doesn't have time for a sec. Yeah. And then Garrett is number one this year, number two last year. So not much to say. Easy. Um, yeah. Buckner was number three. He's sitting at 17. Do you think he makes a push back up? Do you maybe try to make a trade for old Buckner? I, I wasn't big on him at the start of the year. Uh, I think they drafted Quiddy Pay for a reason. I think they want more pressure from the outside and Buckner, you know, maybe plays outside inside, you know, he can play anywhere and he's a good player, but I think they need him to be more the solid and not really just blitzing, basically not getting sex. So I, I actually would drop him all the way out of the top 20 this year. Okay. Um, Leonard Williams um, was like four Leonard last Williams. year and he's six this year. Not much to add. The next two are on IR. Stefan Tuit from Pittsburgh's on IR, uh, Montez Sweat on IR, and then coming in. Wait, is Montez Sweat on IR? I know he's got I, a broken jaw. Yeah, I thought they put him on that three-week IR, oh, yeah. but maybe not. It's a three-week thing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, got Barnes that comes in. It's sitting them um, in Carolinas, and he's sitting at 12. Burns? Yeah, Burns. Mr. Burns? Okay, yeah. I like, I like Burns. I mean, he got injured on a dirty play a couple of weeks ago versus New England. Uh, he hasn't been the same since. <laughs> Hopefully he'll walk again. <laughs> yeah, they, they take him out their oath as oil walkers, what you're telling me. They let him set up and then they bring him back out with the wheelchair. <laughs> I'm just saying, Mr. Goodell, I know you're listening. Do something about these dirty players in the oh, NFL. We need our yeah. defensive players to stay healthy. All right. All right. <laughs> Moore's on Romeo is on IR. On IR Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hendrickson of Cincinnati. That was and a he's great top trade. Yeah, he's there. He's still top ten. He was New Orleans 10. last year and a top ten at New Orleans, right? Yeah. Yep. And now he's Cincinnati top ten. Yep. Not even a yep. step back. Yep. And then we've got Young, who's out for the. Is he out for the year now? Chase Young. Yeah, he's out for the year. This year. All right. So going this year, Garrett, we already talked. He's want Josh Allen for Jacksonville. You think he can hold number two or do you think he, well, how about if you think he stays top 10? You know, he's on a bad team and doing good. So I, he's, you know, kind of like the Greenard. Plus he's a young yep. guy. He's kind of getting healthier or not healthier, but more familiar with the NFL. What is he? Uh, this is his third year, I believe. So yep. his, I mean, his rookie year, I think he had double digit sacks. So I think he's on pace to do the same this year. Um, if he was on a better team, I'd be all over it, but I think he's, he's good enough to get, you know, right around 10, 11 sacks again this year. All right. But I'm big on I him. guess I, I agree with you. We got to just, if we're going to put, Mr. Burns in the top 10, which do we both agree? Oh, we he's probably top 10. Yeah. Who are we going to kick? Um, Cameron Hayward of Pittsburgh. I think. Oh, he's probably I really legit. like Cameron Hayward. Yeah. I like him yeah. a lot. Then we got Nick Boza coming in at four right now. He might be on the outside looking in, but he's usually good for a sack of game. Um, yeah. But that's his game. He's got to, he has to get the sack. All right. Who else do we got? Uh, Jeffrey Simmons. Oh, I like Jeffrey Simmons a lot. Got to keep him. Yeah. Um, Leonard Williams, we talked about. Um, Green Art of Houston. I kind of put a question mark next yeah. to him. He's, you know, he's he's been looking good, but maybe it's just a run. I think I would be more willing to drop him out right now. But who else do you have? Um, Hendrickson and Hubbard. Hubbard's, and then Hubbard's pretty good too. Yeah, and then, and then I took yeah I took Hunter out and put Donald being Donald was eleven. Honestly, I think uh, Greenard just because he's kind of new to the game. Um, he was getting a sack, you know, almost every game. What is it like four games this year without a sack? 
Yeah. And I don't know what the math is on that. Is it five games with the sack? So five, <laughs> five and four is his record. Yeah. Week 11. <laughs> but you know, if he doesn't yeah. get a sack, he gets nothing. He literally so, gets very little. Yeah. So, all right. Well, maybe next week we do linebackers back to, I guess you're the one, unless you have anything else to add there. Uh, nope. I'm ready for the ones. Let me pull up my list real quick. All right. Wrong, wrong list. I'm just looking at these spreads again real quick. Let's see what I like. All right, moving on to the one. So starting off uh, AFC East, like we always do. Buffalo, like we always do. Um, I've had Micah Hyde for almost forever. All buffet honors this week. He's got to keep the spot. Micah Hyde's the one. All right. I moved off a of Hyde three weeks ago and went to Jordan Pryor, who's outscored him every week since. So Jordan Pryor, he's the one for me. All right, New England, good luck here. I mean, are you back on Duggar? I'm not. J.C. Jackson, cornerback, I switched to last week. I'm sticking with him. He's third on the team in solos, and he has 14 pass defenses. J.C. Jackson, cornerback, you're the one. All right, and you nailed it. I'm back on Duggar. <laughs> <laughs> I knew because he had that pick. It's like, yeah, Kyle yeah. Duggar's going to be up moving up this list. It's funny. Like, I'll give some players a benefit of the doubt and stick with them. Like Donald. I mean, how, when are we ever going to get off of Donald? I was off Donald for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, yep. So I decided, you know what, Duggar, just with, you go with the hot hand with New England. Yeah. I can't predict. <laughs> I, I would be pulling out my hair if I had to have to figure out who to pick every week for uh, new England on my starting lineup, especially if it's important. All right. The jets. Um, I had Quinn and Williams last week. I'm sticking with him. He leads the team in sacks with five, not a big number, but Quinn and Williams is the one. Yep. And I'm also sticking with Quinn and Williams, but Mosley after this week, man, he's in my matchup. Watch out, baby. Mosley's good. All right, Miami, you're going you're gonna to fall over in your chair, so hold on to something. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start off with saying this rookie is playing really well lately. A sack and a pick over the last two games. Javon Holland, safety. safety. You're a rookie, but <laughs> you're still the one. Yeah, I, I almost made that switch. I, one more game, but I'm sticking with my D-line. Olga Baugh. You know. you know, I had to switch off him because I think he had like one point, just a, one assisted tackle last week. But he is on my matchup this week for the Miami D line. So he's probably going to come back and take over this spot with authority. But now <laughs> he's just too inconsistent lately. All right, Baltimore, this one's tough. Um, I've got a few names for you. Odafe Owe, Marlon Humphrey, and Patrick Queen. They're all really close here. But I'm going to stick with Anthony Averett, cornerback. He's the one. All right. Well, I almost stuck with Averett myself, and I'm gonna men I'm gonna go with someone you didn't mention, Josh Barnes. Ah, okay. He's the hottest player on the team right now, so I went with the hot hand. I thought you might go Justin Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go Queen. <laughs> I, I actually I, I really like the I think he's a rookie Odafi Owe. O W E H. I think he's been looking really good. He never does anything outstanding. But, you know, he's making some plays, getting some sacks when you need them more than anything. All right, moving on to Pittsburgh. Uh, I've had TJ Watt for, wow, like eight weeks or so. I'm making a switch this week, believe it or not. Cameron Hayward makes this defense go starting up front. Cameron Hayward, defensive line, you're the one. All right, and I'm going to stick with Mr. Watt, and I'm going to just say if it wasn't for Watt when he missed a game, Hayward couldn't – couldn't bring his a game without him <laughs> you know what's injured too i i think uh yeah. he had an mri and everything was negative so he's fine but he was hurt enough to actually get x-rays or mris or whatever so keep a close eye on tj watt's status especially in the injury report this week uh cincinnati they were on a buy i had logan wilson for forever almost i'm sticking with them they were on a buy all right they were on a buy, and I just want to double check, make sure I didn't do. Uh, no, I'm sticking with Hendrickson. I switched to him last week, but I had the linebacker forever, so I wanted to make sure I didn't do a bye week switch. <laughs> nice, I do like Hendrickson. Uh, Cleveland, uh, Miles Garrett's probably one of the most dominant players on the D line in the NFL. He leads the NFL in sacks with 13. Sticking with Miles Garrett, he's the one all year. Yeah, and I'm not going to add anything to it. Garrett's, he's the one. 
Uh, Jacksonville, another tough one. Um, I've had Josh Allen, the edge rusher, no sacks this week, but three quarterback hits. So he's getting there. He's just not getting the sacks. Look for him to have a big sack game coming up. Fair enough. And I'm going to stick with Mr. Allen also. All right. Tennessee, Jeffrey Simmons. I switched to last week. I'm sticking with them. Two more sacks and a pass defense. He's still the one Jeffrey Simmons. And I had Landry forever, but I am making the switch to Jeffrey Simmons also for me. Welcome aboard. Joining, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The J train. All right. This one's a fun, interesting one. Another good pair of linebackers in Indy with uh, Darius Leonard and Bobby O'Karake. Uh Bobby O'Karake led the team in tackles again this week. I'm staying with him. Bobby O'Karake is the one. Yep. I'm going to stick with him and I won't even try to pronounce his name. I don't even, I don't even <laughs> care how you pronounce it. I just love saying that name, even if it's wrong. Right. I think it's right now, but all right, moving on to Houston then. Um, so we're both on Bobby. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Houston. Uh, I followed your lead and switched to Jonathan Greenard, which is kind of crazy because I always stick with uh, linebackers on a tanking team. Um, Staying, they were on a buy, so I'm staying with Jonathan Greenard. Yeah, and I'm also sticking with Greenard, but he's got to step it up a little bit. He's had two what two game, two bad games in a row. Yep, something like that. One of them was a buy recently, so maybe three bad games if you count the buy. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Kansas City, another tough one. Uh, Tyron Matthew, safety. I uh, had him last week. Staying with him, four more solos, one pass defense, and a fumble recovery. Tyron Matthew is the one. And I am also sticking with Matthew. He's the one for me also. All right. Los Angeles Superchargers. It's pretty much either Joey Bosa or Derwin James. I've had Derwin James pretty much since week three on. I had to go back and look at them all. Uh, nine more solos and a pass defense for Derwin James last week. Derwin James is the one. And Darwin James is the one for me, and I might make the case he might be the best DB in the league. Yep, I think uh, it's between him and Jamal Adams. Pretty close. Point-wise, I think. I don't know who's doing the, the highest fantasy score. I know it's not Jamal Adams this year. It could be. No. It really could be uh, Derwin James. We'll see. Las Vegas. Easy one for me. Uh, this guy is quietly taking over the NFL, and in tackles, at least the lead in tackles. Denzel Perriman, linebacker, is the one. Still, yeah, man. Perriman's the one for me. Still, also. Denver finish up our AFC. Ooh, it's the safety show here. I really like yep. those safeties. Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons. One of those two every week. Uh, Justin Simmons is playing like like the Simmons of old. Four solos and a pick last week. Five pass defenses and three picks over the last three weeks. So he's averaging a pick a game. Justin Simmons is the one again. It was Kareem Jackson last week. I'm switching Justin Simmons. All right. And I had Simmons last week, but it was my phone call to him when I put my waiver claim in and was able to get him and told him, hey, you don't want to be, I'm going to cut you if you don't step up. And boy, has he played out. Yeah, I can't believe I cut him from my team, but (laughs) Derwin James a little bit better, I think. All right, moving on. Washington and the NFC. All right, I've had Jonathan Allen. They've they've lost uh, Chase Young for the year, although he hasn't really made this list. Uh, Montez Sweat is kind of banged up, broken jaw. Um, not not looking really good on that D line anymore, like the D line of old. There, that was a scary D line to start the year. I'm switching to linebacker Cole Holcomb, linebacker. He leads this team in tackles by a large margin, and he does everything else. Cole Holcomb is the one. All right, and. I will also stick with Cole Holcomb. I've had him for a while, and he's the man. Do you think Jonathan Allen does a little bit better without uh, Montez Sweat and Chase Young, or does that actually set back those interior guys like Jonathan Allen? I think it might set him back because I think Sweat and Young, both with them being gone, I'm sure they were double teaming. At least a choice on which one, yeah. So now I don't think they have to worry about double teaming anybody. And you know the backups. I mean, that, that's a really expensive D-line, although a lot of them are young, probably still in rookie contracts. But the backups are, you know, they're like seventh-round picks. So I think on both ends, they're not going to – they're going to easy easily block the, the ends. All right, moving on to Dallas. You know, last week I switched to the rookie. You know, it's about that time when rookies 
have gone through the equivalent of a college season. Micah Parsons, linebacker, I'm sticking with him. He's he's really in his groove now as an aged rookie, I'll call it. So Micah Parsons is the one still. All right, and I made the switch with you last week to him, and I'm sticking with him this week also. All right, I've been uh, holding on for Philly. I've been holding on to Javon Hargrave, defensive tackle, for like three weeks in a row. Can't do it anymore. He's just He's got to step it up again. He has not even had a sack in like four or five weeks. I'm going to switch to linebacker TJ Edwards. 18 solos, 16 assists, and a pass defense over the last three weeks. That's like six solos and five assists on average a week. So TJ Edwards, linebacker, is the one. All right. Well, I'm glad to see you join me, and I am sticking with Mr. Edwards as he's the one for me. All right, New York Giants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'll come around to you eventually. It just takes a little while. Yeah. That's that's why you were the highest scorer in the league, and I'm near the bottom. New York you, Giants. You got the win. <laughs> oh, it's defense, baby. Defense wins championships. Just don't let your opponent score more fantasy points than you. doesn't matter how many you score. All right. <laughs> Going on to the Giants. Uh, Xavier McKinney's safety I had last week. They were on a bye week sticking with them. Xavier McKinney's still the one. All right. And I still have. Oh, God. I might be making a bye week switch after looking at Leonard Williams's numbers because I think McKinney had such a good game. We're bragging him up. And I was just like, oh, he's the man. And my notes tell me last week I was, no, I had Leonard Williams last week. So I'm not making a switch. Oh, nice. <laughs> Sticking with them. Yep. I know you like those big guys up front. You know, you win I in do. the trenches. So. But as soon as you said X, I was like, did I have him? Because he had such a big game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to Green Bay. I've had Devondre Campbell for whew, a long time here, uh, about eight eight weeks or so. Um, he's neck and neck with Adrian Amos, but Devondre Campbell is still the one. All right, and Campbell's the one you brought me over, so I'm sticking with him. Um, I think he's top three in tackles also in the league, maybe number two overall. We'll see. Uh, Green or Chicago. This one's pretty easy. Uh, they were on a bye week. Roquan Smith is a super stud. Roquan Smith's still the one. Yep, I'll agree with you. Smith is the one. Is he? Isn't then we decided he was going to be the NFC? The NFC the one? one. Yep. Yep. All right. We'll see if that changes. We have uh, quite a long time. I mean, this is the super long year because they added added a week. So we'll see if he can hold on to that spot. Minnesota. I really. I mean, Kendricks. I've had for a few weeks. He's a stud. He was a stud last year. Monster game after monster game easily holds the spot. Eric Kendricks is the one. And nothing to add other than Kendricks. He's the one. Detroit's a tough one. Um, Amani Overwarrier, cornerback. Uh, he's still the one, but keep an eye on Julian Aquara. He's a linebacker technically, but he's you know slotted in at D-line in our fantasy site. So that's always a nice one. And he's looking really good lately, but I'm sticking with the corner. Amani Overwarrier is the one. All right, and you convinced me to get off of the safety, and I went to Julian Oklamore. <laughs> <laughs> Up down in the house. Yeah. All right, moving on to – oh, go ahead. Do you have anything there? No, I just – you said everything. You convinced me to switch to him, so he's the one. <laughs> yeah, if he can keep it up, he might take my list too because it's a little easier to pronounce his name, although maybe not. New Orleans. Ah, this is such a good team. I think I, I'm going to take your lead here and make a switch. I've had Malcolm Jenkins safeties, just a, a vet safety, really good. Had him for almost two months. I'm switching to up front, down to the trenches, Marcus Davenport uh, at D-line. He's in the month of November. He has three solos per game and one and a half sacks per game. Marcus Davenport D-line is the one. All right, and I'm moving off of Cameron Jordan to go to Davenport also. All right, we're both big on Davenport. Hopefully he's available for a pickup this week in the waivers. All right, moving on to New... Oh, wait, that was New Orleans. Moving on to Atlanta. You know it's the linebacker battle. I think I'm winning it now. I had Foya Sadaluakon, you had Deion Jones. 14 more tackles for him this week. Foya Sadaluakon is still the one. All right, and I will make the switch to Oh, your what? Wait, wait, yeah. what? It sounded yeah. like you said the S word. Are you switching? Yep, yeah, switching. Uh, I won't even, will you pronounce it for me? 
Oh, you just call it Foyer. <laughs> Foyer. I like that. Foyer. There you go. I am making the switch. I mean, I mean, you get nine points out of linebacker. It's hard to stick with you when oh, the yeah. other guy's playing so tough. Now he's going to show you what happens when you take him off the list. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> great, great uh, linebacker duel there. Anyway, all right, Tampa Bay. Ah, this is another one where I had to at least look at your roster because I've had Shaquille Barrett all year long. No longer. I'm making the switch. Devin White, linebacker. There was a mama bird for Shaquille Barrett last week. Uh, linebacker Devin White showed out. 13 solos and two sacks for Devin White. He's the one. Is and it back? took him a he, – that, that's right. I wrote, he's back, Mr. <laughs> White. I mean, if we did you're the one for the year last year, he might have won it for the NFC. Oh, yeah. He was the number one score defensive player, if I remember right, last year. So he's back, had a big game. What more can you say? We can say we need that D-line to step up. Come on, Shaquille Barry, earn this spot back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to Carolina. I like both the linebackers here. Um, Hassan Reddick, I really like in the spot, but uh, Shaq Thompson, he's involved in coverage, and he's got two picks and five pass defenses this year so far. Uh, Hassan Reddick doesn't even have a single pass defense. He just gets a lot of sacks. I'm going with the guy that does everything. Shaq Thompson is the one. I'm moving off of Brian Burns, by the way, and moving on to Shaq Thompson as the one. Well, I kept trying to call him Barnes, and you keep trying to correct me, but I'm trying to make him get fired up because if he doesn't get fired up, Mr. Burns, you're going to get replaced. I'm sticking with him one more week. He's got a shredded ankle from that dirty play by uh, Mac Jones. <sighs> Dude, How he's can... tougher than that. He's tougher than that. <laughs> he's, he's rolling out into the formation in a wheelchair. And then someone has to grab the wheelchair and take it off to the side just so he can make a play. Yeah. So we'll see if he can get it, if he could excel in that. He's just got to get used to that. Maybe he's going to play in a walking boot. All right, moving on to Arizona. You know, the golden one kind of let laid a golden egg last week. Egg. That's what so, I wrote. <laughs> I can't have that. I'm uh I'm gonna make the change to the guy that's the main tackle getter here in uh Arizona, Jordan Hicks. Uh, he's coming off a 10 tackle and one pass defense game. Jordan Hicks is the one. And he yeah, gets the team I, of tackles. Not fair enough. I made the switch with you and I went to Mr. Hicks. All right, moving on to Seattle. Uh, you know, I've had Quandre Diggs for a few weeks now, uh, but I've been waiting all year for this breakout game from Jamal Adams. 11 tackles, one pick, and he was really close to getting a sack to add to that too. I think he had two quarterback hits. Either one of those probably could have been a sack. Maybe one of them could, maybe not the other. But Jamal Adams, big game. Wanting to say this word since week one, Jamal Adams, you're the one. All right. And I'm not going to give him too much love because Mr. Wagner's been such a stud all year and I'm sticking with him, but revenge game this weekend for Mr. <laughs> Jamal Adams. <laughs> I think last time I played you, I had Jamal Adams and uh, Justin Simmons on my lineup for defensive yeah. backs. And now neither one of them are on my team. They're both on your team. And they'll be starting. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I better start Derwin James and Taylor Rapp against you. Yeah. It'll be a revenge game for sure. So speaking of Taylor Rapp, let's move on to the Rams. Taylor Rapp is back, I think. Uh, but Aaron Donald's got to be still the one here. Uh, really close this time, but I'm sticking with Aaron Donald. I know better than the change. Well, I don't know better because sitting at 11, he should be, you're the one. But Rapp has been playing incredible. I'm going to give him some love. I'm making the switch to Mr. Rapp. All right. I like it. San Francisco. Uh, I have to scroll back. It's I've had Nick Bosa pretty much every. I started the year with Fred Warner in Week One, and then it was Nick Nick Bosa. Actually, it was uh, it was preseason Week Zero, and then Nick Bosa every week since. But Jimmy Ward, you talked about him. He had himself a game, but Nick Bosa keeps getting sacks. So as long as that keeps happening, Nick Bosa keeps getting the one. Nick Bosa is the one. And I'm going to second everything you said and stick with Boza, but watch out, man. That rookie is playing. Do you, do you have by chance happen to have your, uh, your dynasty, the one from last year that we did at the end of the year? I don't. A lot of other notebooks. (laughs) These names are guys that are still on here this year or guys 
particularly yours. So I had uh, Jordan Poyer for Buffalo. You like him. Devin McCourty for New England. He hasn't really been much. C.J. Mosley for the Jets. Emmanuel Ogba for Miami. Patrick Queen for Baltimore. T.J. Watt for Pittsburgh. All these names are guys that were basically on the list this year. Jesse Bates, you know, he's been injured. But I did uh, did really like Hendrickson, too, for, I think, New Orleans. I won't go through this whole list, but looking through it, I mean, Josh Allen for Jacksonville was on there. Uh, we haven't heard much of Zach Cunningham. Legerious need. There we go, KC. I really want to put him in there just because of this list. Well, after this week, you can. Yep. This weekend, he's going to blow up. I Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs was on here. <laughs> Josh Sweat. I think Josh Sweat is due for a big game because he's on this list. But, you know, Zadarius Smith, Blake Martinez, they're injured. Roquan Smith, of course. Yep. So, wow, looking at this name, it's really not much changed. Different year. It's just IR. But Devin White was the Tampa Bay guy for the mm-hmm. uh, my dynasty list. All right. Well, that's it uh, for you're the one. Congratulations to all the ones. Now for the point, <laughs> the point pointless part of the show where we pick against the spread. Uh, what did we decide for the tiebreaker? Washington at Carolina. Yep. Okay. I take that out. All right. Let's start it off with um, Houston at Tennessee. Tennessee's favored by ten and a half. I like Houston. Give me the points. I also like Houston. Give me the points. Green Bay at Minnesota. Green Bay's favored by two and a half. I like Minnesota. Give me the points. And I'm also going to pick Minnesota. Give me the points. We're going to be in trouble. Yep. Either we're going to be five and one or we're going to be like one and five. (laughs) Definitely not. I mean, we picked them almost opposite last time. Still only did three and three, two and four. Um, I actually think Minnesota can win that game. Uh, Green Bay does play really tough. I mean, their defense is so underrated. All right, moving on. New Orleans at Philly. Philly favored by one and a half at home. I'm taking New Orleans. Give me the points. I'm taking the points in all these games. All right, and I'm giving up the points in this game only because they're at home. And can you really trust the quarterbacks for New Orleans right now? That's the only thing. I mean, I love the the New Orleans defense, but that Trevor Simeon is really going to bring this team down. They, you know, it's funny saying it, but they really need Jameis Winston back. <laughs> that would be a big difference. Sorry, right. Jace, is it Tra- Jason Hill or Taysom. is he back? Or yeah, is he still yeah, hurt? Or? He played in the last game. He doesn't play much. You know, he's more like their wildcat quarterback. He runs it okay, once in so a while. Not even going to give him a chance, then, huh? He caught a pass, I think, in the last game. I think he's what? he gets about two or three, almost like the uh, Cam Newton role. Gets to throw it like three times. All right, San Fran at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's at home getting six and a half. I'm going to take Jacksonville at home. Give me the points again. All underdogs. Really? Yep. And I was thinking this one was, you know, sometimes you see the spreads and it's like too good to be true. To me, I thought this was a sucker bet. The way Frisco played on Monday night, give me San Fran. That might have been because that was a divisional rivalry game. And those always, you know, teams get up for those. Let's see what my spread is. I have San Fran winning by three and a half. So six and a half is really close. So okay. you're taking SF. All right. Yep. Um, I'm on the underdog on everything. So let's see if it changes. Cincinnati at Las Vegas. They're giving Las Vegas one point at home. I'm taking Las Vegas, the underdog, plus one. All right. I guess we talked about being the same too much. I'm taking Cincinnati. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that, that could be a pretty good game. Uh, speaking of good games, Dallas at KC. Kansas City is favored by two and a half at home. I'm taking the underdog Dallas. It's all underdogs. I think it's a, a clean sweep. Kansas, or give me Dallas plus two and a half. I like that. All right. These close spreads, I'm I have, I'm going KC. It's they're gonna win by at least a field goal. KC. <laughs> I think we're gonna see the KC of old, not the KC of last week. I mean, Patrick Mahomes had a monster game, but I'm, I'm kind of thinking we're going to see the Patrick Mahomes of like two and three weeks ago. All right, just to go over this, we both had Houston. We both had Minnesota. I had New Orleans, you had Philly. I had Jacksonville, you had SF. I had Vegas, you had Cincy. I had Dallas, you have KC. And just for fun, we're going to do our tiebreaker. 
Washington at Carolina. Carolina's at home, favored by three and a half. I'm sticking with the upsets. Give me Washington plus three and a half. All right. And I'm going to take Carolina. All right. I was going to say you better pick different because that's our tiebreaker. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only one we discuss usually. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get one that we disagree on to have as the tiebreaker. So, yeah. The other week it was like four of them we went through. I said, just pick one we're disagreeing on the other ones. (laughs) Well, we actually have four different and two the same. So we could we could be tied if we split those four different ones. So the tiebreaker may come into play this week. All right, hopefully, uh, what do you think? Would you rather go five and one and lose your fantasy game this week or win your fantasy game this week or six and oh against the spread and lose your fantasy game to me this week? Well, I usually lose both every week of late but i would rather beat you because you beat me last time yeah (laughs) against the spread has lost its meaning when you don't when you don't get like an average of four four and two every week so yeah all right we're we're super duper duper do i don't know if i had enough dupers in there but that's it for the show unless you have anything else to add nope unless you want to talk about is chase young worth trying to uh, acquire in dynasty or do you think you can officially call him a bust. I would not call him a bust because he's proven that he could be a monster on the field. Uh, he hasn't had a good year. I guess he's one and one in years, right? He's had one good year, one bad year. Well, was his year that good last year? I thought so. I thought it was average. I thought Montez Sweat was the best player there. I think he started off good and then kind of uh, was overcome with other players on that team but they do have a lot of stars so maybe he's getting there but he's like a half a second late and somebody else beats him to it i mean he's competing with jonathan allen montez sweat uh who am i missing there's there's a few other guys uh deron Payne. yeah Payne, and then uh they brought over that uh washington uh linebacker outside linebacker can't remember his name but so there's a lot of guys there but i don't know it seems like we talked about chase young quite a bit last year until he fell off so i i think he's worth keeping i know you're trying to stock up these injured guys for next year yeah limited keeper but if you have room do you pick up daniel hunter and chase young store them both that's better than what i have right now (laughs) that would actually make a really good starting lineup yeah i mean if just i hate to talk about our own teams but right now i got davenport and quarterback hunter but it's chase young because I'm at the bottom of the barrel, even though I've scored more points than you and you're at the top of the barrel. <laughs> I just can't seem to buy a break this year, but I'm thinking, you know, I might go. I agree with you. I might have to try to go get Mr. Young. I don't know who's, you know, who's going to be the guy coming out from college that you're going to want as like your rookie superstar defensive end. Uh, there may be one or two this year. So I think I'd rather hold on for the draft. But, you know, Chase Young, I think, was an Ohio State guy. They seem to be putting out a lot of guys. I think TJ Watt might have been. Actually, I don't even know where TJ Watt went to school, so I'm guessing there. But it seems like uh, there's always there's always someone coming up the pipeline every every year. But I would yeah. I would make a play for it. I would definitely hold him uh, if you have room. I know we're in a limited keeper, so we can't keep anybody we want. We have to limit it to four defensive players. Yeah. Well, it depends what I have to give up. Maybe we'll have something to talk about next week for sure. Oh yeah. And in the trade show. So <laughs> yeah. well, truly good luck this week. You're going to need it because you're facing me. Yep. You too. You too. And I'll meet you at the, is, should we say we'll throw the pigskin around this week. <laughs> there you go. Let's throw that pigskin around. All right. Later. Yeah. All right, peace out.